Whoa. Good day, good morning, good evening to all of you guys out there, all you gals and girls and whatnots, the days and the dims and whoever else is listening. Today, it's the seventh episode. A lot going on. We're up to seven, though. Calling this one Seventh Heaven. That means I'm going to all the guitar greats that's made it to heaven. Not all of them. Ain't got that much time, but I grabbed a handful. Grabbed a handful, such as Chuck Berry and the great B.B. King. Actually got to see B.B. at a Louisville Garden, or no, at a Louisville Palace. Uh, back in the 90s, and he was old then. I mean, he lasted a long time, you know. Then he passed away, and that's one of those when you, you can just feel it when he passes away. Oh, the thrill is gone once he was gone, but... There you go. That's a little something, something there. That's a uh, it's a little intro there to the seventh heaven, the seventh episode of the other side of everything else. Uh, once again, I don't know when Rejected Reality will get started again, but I recommend that you follow uh, Sean. Uh, I know he's on Twitter. I know he's posting stuff, uh, and it's at, at Derby Party. Uh, I'm sure you can look up his name or at Derby Party, and you can find him. But uh, he's always uh, getting on there and doing what he can, throwing out what information he's got. I uh, hope everybody got out there and voted. Last week's episode, you know, we did the little, the little uh, political episode, which is usually not what I do here. It's usually, uh, you know, sticking with mainly mainly music, a uh, little TV stuff. But uh, coming up, I'm hoping to get into a little wrestling. Talk about that because I really like wrestling, and um, it's at a good spot right now. It's in a it's a good time to be a fan, I guess. Is what I might say. Uh, I'm going to go watch the Goo Goo Dolls tonight, so that's a little bit out of what I usually do, so that's, uh, you know, hoping to have a good report on that. Uh, I'm still going to work on a year-end episode. There's a lot of music that came out, uh, lots of covers still. I want to get into some more new music, turn you on to all that. But uh, please like, subscribe, you know, comment. Uh, but anyway, uh, this is the seventh episode, and I do that little play on words, it seems like. So I went with Seventh Heaven. So I said, well, you know, what can I do with Seventh Heaven? Seventh episode? Hey, we'll, we'll throw in uh, the greats that's passed on, you know. Most of them's passed on before their time. And uh, I'm, I'm, I, I should have threw Jimi Hendrix in there. I mean, he could be arguably the best, and, uh, and I went and skipped over him. But I was trying to grab some ones that maybe you did not know about, uh, such as this one right here. This is a little Tommy Bolin. You know, he started out with a deep. What? I'll just start out. Started out with James Gang, I think. Uh, get a little volume on there. But they, you know, he, he played with Deep Purple. So that tells you what kind of player he is. If he can replace uh, Richie Blackmore, which nobody can replace Richie Blackmore, but. It was a time when you had David Coverdale in the band, you had Glenn uh, Hughes in the band, two powerful vocals. But he also had some solo stuff. He had one that I really loved here at, uh, you know, Teaser. Motley Crue did a good, pretty good version of this. So I recommend you go out there and you ch check out some Tommy Bowling. You'll know, go uh, dig into his uh, stuff. Like I said, he did... Uh, stuff with James Gang, he did stuff with Deep Purple, solo stuff, and then he died about, I want to say he's 26. I didn't make notes because so busy with uh, getting the rental ready and getting things ready for winter time and uh, all that, so. 
there's a little bit from him right there. Anyway, uh, going to jump into uh, a little Mick Ronson. A lot of you probably don't know Mick Ronson. Mick Ronson, he played with David Bowie mainly. Uh, he played with David Bowie and he, uh, of course, did some solo stuff. But he is a. Uh, one of the reasons I want to throw him in there is a. Uh, he, a lot of people don't know, but he was Randy Rhodes' idol. That's who Randy Rhodes looked up to. That's who he wanted to be like. And the playing is not really that similar there, but. Or is it? But the look is definitely, you know. Reminiscent of Randy Rhodes, Mick Ronson, though, said he's very underrated guitars. Of course, he did some solo stuff also. Since I used him, and uh, I'm going to just segue right into some Randy Rhodes here. Randy Rhodes is one of the big losses for me because I was just getting into Ozzy, you know, and probably more than I did Black Sabbath, you know, and then the news hit. And I know my brother almost got to go see him, but he died in Knoxville. Uh, or, or his last show was in Knoxville before he made it to Louisville. Look at the fringe. Ozzy with the fringe still from like over in the Black Sabbath days. I had him. Randy just kept playing. Check Ozzy's reaction out here. I mean, Randy, he's one of those guys that could shred. You know, he's got that classical influence. Anybody knows me knows I had to include Randy. March 1982, while now thinking about it, and I'm looking back on it. I really should have added Jimi Hendrix, but I was trying to go off the rails here a little bit. <laughs> off the rails, Randy Rose. Hey, crazy train. But uh But anyway, uh wanna add Randy in there most definitely. Uh then I also wanted to bring in uh, Jeff Hilly. Some of you may remember Jeff Hilly, but it then could have just went off your radar, or you maybe you forgot about him, or if you're a little bit younger, maybe you never knew him. But he was famous for Angel Eyes. Great ballad, probably one of the best. He, he was blind, been blind since he was a little kid, and he played with the, the guitar laying in his lap, which is so unusual, you know, especially, you know, at that time. And, and he was also got big from... Uh, the movie Roadhouse because he was the house band there. But he's a great blues player. He's also got a jazz album out that I, I enjoy. I'm, I'm into some jazz. And, and hey, Roadhouse is one of those movies that if it's on TBS or TNT or whatever and it's playing, I gotta stop and watch a little bit of it until the commercial comes on, you know. 
But anyway, trying to go down through here, but I'm going to jump into our, uh, our next one's going to be Stevie Ray Vaughan. So there's a little duet with Jeff Healy and Stevie Ray Vaughan. I mean, that was like a meeting of uh, the two great blues players in the 80s there at the time, you know. I know there's more. That was the two well-known ones in the 80s at that time. Still amazing me how he play with that in his lap like that. Be an interesting way to, to learn some stuff. Oh, look at that. You very rarely see Jeff jump up. You know he's into it now. Oh, you don't talk about it, little sister Stevie. But then the great Stevie Ray Vaughan. There's a few artists I remember exactly what I was doing whenever I heard about their dad. Elvis Presley. I was uh, 10 years old or whatever, and I remember hearing, I think I was like jumping around on the couch or something, and I'd say, I just sit down. I, I loved Elvis. And Stevie Ray Vaughan. I was driving with my family at the time, and uh, still my family, so for the ex-wife, she's no longer the family, but uh, kids were all real young, real young. I was uh, driving along, and I was at the red light in uh, Crownsville, Indiana. There's only one red light there, so if you're there, you know what I'm talking about. And I heard it on the radio. And I remember... Uh, Either thinking or, or maybe my ex uh, told me that the, the, the light's green. And then I just got to shake the fog off and go, you know. Talk about the greats. It's arguably, you know, who's greater, you know. It's all a matter of perspective, whatever. It's all just a matter of perspective, you know, who you want to say is the great and all that. But me it's hard to argue with my last pick and i'm sure most of you already know that we're going to have to go with king edward talking about eddie van halen i mean i would probably go randy rhodes but eddie's got more discography he's got uh you know he got to be around longer he got to put more stuff out he can get melodic and I, I loved his rhythm playing just as much as anything. He's a master at the right hand technique. The, he just could do it all. A shred. There's that tapping. He's a master at tapping it. Oh, you gotta tap it, baby. You gotta tap it. 
man, he had the licks, he had the tricks. Look at that, using the volume control there. Even before he putting keyboards on the albums, he was uh, making the guitar sound like a keyboard. And I suggest go into, you know, if you're a Dave Lee Roth fan or Sammy Hagar fan or a Gary Sharon fan, check it all out because the common uh, denominator is Eddie Van Halen. hoping to do an episode sometime where I might go through the decades, you know, the best of that decade, which is almost hard. I mean, that's almost impossible right there. I mean, because, you know, you look at Jimmy Page, you look at, you know, Richie Blackmore, David Gilmore, you know, Brian May, and the 80s was just, my God, you had everybody, you know, from George Lynch to Eddie Van Halen to Randy Rhodes to uh, Warren Demartini. I mean, I, I just start naming them they just start popping off the top of my head before long but uh but like i said uh i'm looking straight into the new year trying to think of what to do there because uh i mean i'm looking straight through christmas into the new year right now i see you anyway a lot going on like i said i hope you got out there and voted i mean that's all you can do we're just the peons i mean we vote we hope for the best struggle through so just be good to each other no no reason to be mad at anybody life is life once you don't got life it ain't worth living see you on the other side